is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. Progressive presents the sounds of the old world. The year is 2019 and someone is getting up to use the bathroom at the stadium. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. You mind if I just squeeze by here? This has been the sounds of the old world. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports update was brought to you by Progressive, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, you're listening to On the Record with me, Sunetra Chaudhary. Every week, I speak to a newsmaker who gives us a unique perspective to an ongoing big story. In this week's edition, I speak to author and activist Suraj Yengde about what's happening in Hathras of Uttar Pradesh. Ever since a 19-year-old woman was gang-raped and left to die, is this yet another too horrid for description crime against women or is it different? What does it mean in the context of Dalit atrocities through the years and what do we make of the response from various parties, mainstream and Dalit politicians. Listen to the author of Caste Matters. Over the last few days, we have all been shocked by what we've seen happening in Uttar Pradesh, just Hathras. The gang rape and murder of the young woman has shocked us all and has led to a major political controversy. But how does the community, how does the Dalit community view it and how should we see it in the context of historically Dalit atrocities that have been committed over the years? Well, to talk about it, I have with me author and scholar Dr. Suraj Yengde, who joins me from Harvard. Suraj Yenge, thank you so much for speaking to us on the record over here. I want to start off by asking you, I have been reading, you know, I've been seeing your tweets about it. All of us are really perturbed about what we've seen. But I want to ask you as someone who is an activist who has written a book about this, your book, Cast Matters, it talks about the kind of historical injustice that we've seen. How do you see this particular crime? Is it an aberration or is it just symbolic of what happens to Dalits every day? First of all, Sunetra, thank you so much. I'm privileged to be talking to you and for inviting me to speak with you. Um, I am also grateful for the opportunity to comment on this issue, but also uh, the macro issue, uh, which is more than an elephant, it's a dinosaur in the room. It's the old relic uh, that we still continue to uh, embrace, uh, have an affectionate affinity to it, uh, so much so that we go uh, to the extent of uh, justifying the misdeeds and the wrongs 
that our ancestors have committed. Um, the incident, uh, the extreme, um, shameful incident that was, uh, uh, in fact, more than incident, the reason I was trying to gather my thoughts in this was because I was saying this could be incidents um, because the plurality uh, to this particular incident has to be ascertained uh, because, as we know, within a matter of a day, there was another uh, rape and murder uh, in in Badlampur uh, in Uttar Pradesh. And, and as we continue to turn the pages of newspapers, uh, every day we still see more news coming to the front. Now, uh, the question is, to, to <clears throat> come back to your last point, the symbolic or the aberration part. I think it's uh, it's the manifesto of India's caste society. And when I say India's caste society, I mean to say Indian society, because caste uh, is like a stream which is injected through the veins of each uh, corners uh, of this country. And it is in this light we need to reflect upon ourselves as to why could this incident happen and why there were not punitive or detrimental uh, thoughts into the minds of people who are committing this. Because Sunidra, uh, the condition of uh, Dalit woman is the most oppressed citizen of this uh, world uh, because her multi-layered oppression just makes her so prone and so acceptable to the rapists that she wants, she is wanted only for uh, the, the lustful desires, but more also to punish uh, the community. It's it's more psychologically uh, plus socially damaging impact uh, that these rogues want to commit. And I had once called these people rogues and a friend commented that when you are calling them rogues or beasts, you are removing that the part of humanity that it is in there, which means they are part of our society, which means they are also humans which means we have given rise to such humans in our society. So they could be uh, your uh, sons, uh, your uh, nephews, and you know the male counterparts uh, of, of our society. So it is, uh, you know, it, it, it is more than what we see. Uh, and, and it is only now, as you see, you know, the media has now taken upon itself because, uh, you know, uh, the girl uh, was a Hindu. If the girl uh, would have been not a Hindu, uh, then there would have been a different case, but it was recorded on camera, right? I mean, the, uh, I mean, imagine the pain uh, of a parent uh, uh, who bring up their daughter with all the hopes and aspirations. Uh, you are yourself a daughter. Uh, the kind of uh, love, the kind of wishes parents have about their, you know, I can think about my father. He was. Uh, deeply, deeply in love with his daughter. You know, he just, he was a proud father. You know, being proud is is, is an extraordinary feeling, right? And uh, uh, Dalit fathers are very proud of their daughters uh, because a, a, a daughter comes in life uh, to not only anchor uh, yourself, but also gives you reassurance. That's the, that's the unique family bonding. And now when this happens, the grieving parents can't even grieve. Their grief is considered political. Their tears wow. are considered manipulating. And that mother who saw her daughter's vagina with blood, and she trying to cover that with her pallu, 
that scene just broke me up. I mean, I just couldn't. I mean, I got sick when I heard that. I had to take uh, aspirin and, you know, try to, because, and she's short of hearing. She's she's having mm-hmm. hearing impairment. So how, how do we then, you know, fathom, calculate, and then present to the society? And when this happens, some independent media did that. Props and shout out to them. What we see is the unacceptance of a Dalit claim to dignity. Because what is happening right now is not the issue of the uh, rape or murder or the kind of innocence that as parents are going through. They have made it into a different issue altogether. And the most unsurprising part for many of us was how the district administration, the police missionary, and the state regime clamped down upon this grieving yes. parent. And you know what's the worst part? Here's the thing. In, at least in Indian culture, you have uh, at least more Hindu or the uh, uh, you know, Buddhist or other Jain cultures. You see the face of the dead before you bid them final goodbye, the last rites. That's a very uh, emotional moment because you want to capture the final, you know, that was not accorded to this beautiful, uh, you know, uh, family. Um, parents, I mean, the mother would still live and die with the gory memories of she seeing her daughter uh, gang raped, strangulated, spine broken, tongue cut. That horror will continue in her mind. And through her eyes and memories, she has given us that horror too. We will also uh, live that. Um, we are a very... Uh, sick society. We really need a treatment. We really need a process to heal because such kind of brutality warrants uh, mental health, warrants uh, the social and physical well-being of an entire nation. And if this is coming, a nation is on to the path of breaking into pieces. And then this chest-thumping nationalists uh, who want to call about Bharatmata and India uh, would then have to scramble over the pieces of such a breaking or broken nation. You've just reminded me of uh, how horrific this crime really is, uh, Suraj Inde. I want to ask you, and you know, you point out that perhaps a lot of this focus, attention has been, as you say, because it was a dominant, uh, you know, it was a Hindu woman who had faced this and that's why that, that's what you say. But um, what do you make of what the UP government's response has been in the last few days? Because we've seen their affidavit in the Supreme Court. We've Mm -hmm. seen them while, and on one hand, they've said, okay, you know, our best investigating agencies, uh, CBI, can investigate that. At the same time, they're also saying, but guess what? The woman's brother, he was in touch with the accused several times. So I'm not sure what that is meant to implicate. I don't know if that, I mean, I don't really see how it can take away from the crime and all its implications and all its, uh, you know, the kind of horrendous nature of uh, of it. but. You know, these are the kind of bits of information that the police is sharing. What do you make of uh, the Uttar Pradesh government's response? Um, now they are trying to uh, wag their tail 
to the masters, which is the Brahminical regime. That's how the response is. You blame the victim. And, you know, nowhere in the world has an entire caste community stood by people accused of rape. I mean, it's, and we are talking about hashtag me to era. We are talking about calling out the elephant in the room. We, we are talking about speaking up and speaking out. And here we see a parallel universe operating where uh, people are actually glorifying the rapists. The act of rape itself is so gruesome that anyone would disown that. But here you see stories are being concocted. Uh, various investigation agencies are now, instead of the matter is going to be decided in the court, uh, they have gone extra judicial. Well, let's not be surprised. The BJP RSS is extra judicial. We have seen with the fake encounters and the Justice Loya case and various other uh, 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 suspicious death of people, uh, which is which might not surprise us. But in this case, uh, uh, what has uh, particularly uh, changed the perception is that the media, as, as, as we speak, is now uh, exposing extremely private information that should be under investigation and, you know, the court should, should come to a conclusion. So now what you're doing is, you're now, and usually court, and you have seen this, uh, also reacts to the majority view. Uh, you know, when Babri happened or when there is an issue of riots, uh, they take, and, you know, uh, instead of punishing the culprit, they say this might arise a, a inside uh, a violence. And so, uh, you know, let's try to come to a middle ground. And court, by the way, there is no, you know, there is one Dalit after so many years on Supreme Court bench. But if you look at the overall representation in high courts, uh, uh, session uh, courts, as well as uh, the Supreme Court, a heavy underrepresentation of Dalit. So you don't even have empathizers on that level. We have to rely on somebody else's uh, uh, benevolence, someone else's uh, pity, someone else's, you know, a goodwill. Uh, if we don't have all of that, we are just going to you know, mess it up. And I think this is what, uh, uh, it's a classic template. Uh, Sunetra, this is not the first time that such kind of reaction uh, has been received. This is a template. The script is already written. I was reading, uh, you, know, you read Dalit autobiographies. And, we, and in that autobiographies, you will notice similar form of, uh, and then you go any part of India. It's not only tacos. If it's Maharashtra. It's Marathas, the dominant caste. Uh, if you go to Andhra, uh, it's Kamma, Reddy, or you know, uh, the, uh, the Brahmins, depending on who has land relations there. What they do is they, they rape. And you know, by the way, uh, the woman who refuses and counters gets more brutal reaction. There are many such rapes that are happening as we speak now. Because if you live, if you go in a village, you see how pitiable condition, you know, there is one hut in all of the farms. Landlord lives in a big house, you know. And even today, uh, you know, there are sanctions where a, a woman married into a Dalit household is forced to go and, you know, sleep with, uh, uh, you know, or else, uh, you know, there is a very, you know, and, and can you imagine, uh, you know, uh, she being raped uh, in, in, in such, uh, you know, and it's not only Dalit women, there are other, uh, you know, uh, oppressed caste women, and you know this also happens uh, under the nose of uh, their wives their mothers so let's not you know uh, make it only the male issue there are also females of the dominant caste who are equally participant and complacent 
in 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 invoking this kind of horrid atrocity, and you know, and they enjoy this pleasure. And of of course, it's vice versa also. Uh, it, where they control the lit men as well, where they want to have sexual gratification down in caste women, you know, trying to you know satisfy their own sexual hunger with the lit men. And this has been, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's 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 a well told story, but not uh, discussed much. So, if people would say that, why is why are you uh, making this about caste? Because crimes against women is something that uh, that you know transcends caste in India. You know whether you're talking about and not just transcending caste, but also geography in India. Uh, it's something which is the common story. Whether you are in Maharashtra or your Madhya Pradesh, Uttar Pradesh, Delhi, which is so uh, you know so metropolitan. uh so it's something so they would if i was to ask you uh, and if i was to put the question on behalf of them to you that why are you making this about her being a dalit woman because crimes against women is something which is you know common to all in in, in india absolutely no doubt about that you know we are not denying the womanhood of that woman right but we are also presenting what is uh, what is to that womanhood Uh, so when people say this, I think I just don't understand. You know, we are definitely calling it out as a atrocity and rape on a woman. But tell me, uh, in the same village, how many Thakur women are raped? We should we should know the statistics for them being a Thakur. Tell me how many Brahmin women are raped for them being a Brahmin. So you're saying part of the factor behind this is obviously it's not lust or anything like that. It's the fact that. it's an expression of power over someone which gets manifested you know manifests itself through this kind of sexual violence absolutely and that's why uh, you know uh, they are not raped for just being a woman you know and and that's why we need to be more uh, uh, more clinical in our approach to decipher this complex complication uh, because it's not a generalized norm or a generalized rape although i hate to call it generalized rape but uh, but but to 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 kind of pass uh, this argument is to you know to to really distill why was that woman uh, you know uh, quote unquote available as they saw themselves when she was always resisting they saw this as i can go and control i can go and you know you you dare you go and do that to a thakur woman who is going across the field you dare you do that because also you know uh, there are this heavy power relations as as well as the economic factors that play and also dalit resistance plays an important part because they don't want dalits to fight for their constitutional rights they don't want to stand on their feet you know zamindari is is a big issue and many of the zamindar children now are also you know i had a friend who's whose father is still a zamindar you know i met him in the uk uh, and 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 you know and i also had a friend who whose parents are zamindar uh, in karnataka and she was telling me about how uh, the people you know uh, are there you know uh, in on on her on her plantations that's what she the word she used plantations plantation wow. basically yeah. and, and 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 that was correct because she she told you know to 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 access her plantation which is i don't know massive uh, 50 whatever acre or what not uh, you know you really have to go deep it's like you will you, you will feel the world ends here but actually this in in that world people are producing Uh, uh, breweries, uh, uh, beans, you know, all the luxurious commodities that we consume here in America, and and it's it's just and who are these people, you know? And so the point is, the law is not even, you know, you feel like it's a it's it's a ghost land, you know? Who who will be here? 
you know but but that's mm-hmm. that's how that's how it continues to uh, uh, manifest in its in its in its obvious sense so i want to i'm very keen on how you because just for our viewers if they haven't read your book and they really should <laughs> because it's such an education in how young people see and how you know current situation is for the community in the country i was very curious in knowing how you feel about um opposition leaders really taking up this cause over the weekend we saw rahul gandhi priyanka gandhi land up there we saw trinamool congress men women these are and if you look at it from the caste angle uh you know which you're making us aware of then uh, you know you've been very critical of rahul gandhi in the past as well how do you think do you think that the opposition leaders have been effective in shining a light on such atrocities have they been effective see the reason um, i am critical of that is because kerlanji happened 14 years ago and then congress was ruling maharashtra uh, and you know you can you can find incident it's very little to do with the eventual after effects which is a political response uh, but uh, all this brahminical political parties have uh, you know uh, eggs in a basket which is going to crack any time and you know they are just it's just about time and so you know what happens is before somebody points out your faults you trying to go and and you know so these people who are really interested or you know they really want to work for against atrocities on dalits they should really start cleaning their house you know they should start expelling their own members who are accused of crimes against dalits uh, you will notice congress is a feudal party they are the one who are responsible for feudalizing uh, the politics were feudal you know erstwhile they were not really much these were all shudras working on land but of course you know by 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 making them politically sensitive the reason it was and i and i write in the book as well was to control dalits because dalit rebellion because of ambedkar was becoming very very you know important and and it would have been a challenge uh, in its extent that's why you will not see big shudra leaders in original congress party these are basically brahmins or the kayast or baniyas to the maximum and then you know you have muslims the elite muslims what we call ashraf the dominant caste muslims uh, who some of them of course left to pakistan so this was how it was framed and and other regional political parties regional political parties in india are mostly feudal parties because um, because they want to control the labor and so even though zamindari is abolished even though slavery is abolished uh, we have so many things that have abolished but the mindset has not been you know willing to cope i you know sunita here's the thing what happened you know Uh, i think it it happened perhaps in switzerland or somewhere i don't remember i was i was staying uh where uh, the council passed a law about uh, something yeah, i think it was about some garbage and next day onwards there were flyers and citizens implemented it <laughs> you know it it at one point i saw it sounded irrational i was like why do you want to even do this but the point is people were like we will disagree but we will accept because it's the law yes india you know you can find someone who can bail you you know who you know you can find a judge or you know you can corrupt an investigating officer and you can get your way so that's why the whole corruption is basically a caste extension of caste networking and you know caste networking then works in a sophisticated savvy language of you know bribe and all of that but it's essentially trying to protect your caste men and women and this is exactly what is happening as we are seeing so uh, so you know so spe- spectacularly so i'm a little wary about asking you this because i remember in one of your columns you wrote how people in the media they keep trying to get you to say things about 
uh, you know, politicians within the community. But Suraj Yangde, I have to ask you this because it's something which is very relevant to this case. And we've seen, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people talk about the fact that where is Mayavati? Where is Mayavati? Why aren't we seeing her come out there enough? We've seen, we've right. seen Chandrasekhar Azad, who's this young Dalit politician. You know, people seem to be, there's a little, of, I, I don't know whether that's the dominant narrative or not. But there has been. I wanted, I'm very curious to know uh, what you think about whether she's being an effective politician uh, at a time when everyone's talking about this particular case. I mean, indeed, I think, you know, BSP is a huge political party. It's probably, it's not probably, it's the third largest political party in India. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we should not. Uh, doubt that that political party is ineffective or the leader of that party is ineffective. It's uh, she is, she is the most powerful Dalit, and and if you look at women politics, she is the most powerful woman politician of India. Yes. Uh, her network. I mean, you know, the people who comment on this have no idea how BSP works, because they just know they are just used to feudal capitalist politics, and feudal capitalist politics is all about spectacle and daily dangling. You know, mm-hmm. it's all the glitter and shine, what kind of shows and how in- well you speak English, what kind of vocabularies you deploy in your writings and, you know, how posh, quote unquote, you, you mimic America or, or the Western world in your discourse. And that's how we, we estimate and assess. And that's why, uh, you know, uh, some nobody's like, you know, the English speaking Derek O'Brien or Shari Shashi Tharu just becomes like the scion of, you know, the India's progress. But, you know, you, you know. Politics doesn't work like that. It is about representing people, people's aspirations and wishes. Mayawati is that aspiration that she does, uh, you know, and whatever she, and, and the point is her networks are so rooted all across India. I don't know about Northeast recently, but, uh, but, but if you look at the across India, you know, her party cadres are full mobilized and, you know, uh, they are very politically active. You know, BSP contest almost all elections in all the state and municipal corporations. So that's the kind of response we have to see that Mayawati is also UP leader, but also Mayawati is a national leader. Second, she has, of course, you know, when uh, uh, other incidents of rape happened, uh, Katua, uh, or probably it was Unao, when she herself went to, you know, grieving parents and, uh, yes. and took, took stock of the situation. Uh, so what we are trying to do here is we are trying to pit one against other, you know, and, and that's that's fine. You know, the, the media loves to do that because it's a circus and, you know, we want to we want to have some entertainment in that. But we fail to understand that uh, we, we can't compare because see, every media person has asked me, uh, do you think Azad or Mayawati? And I said, you're making irrelevant comparisons because, you know, you don't know how Mayawati rose. You know, Mayawati was this when she was young, you know, and she yeah. would travel on, by the way. Uh, you know, to the to the deep, deep pockets of uh, patriarchal uh, uh, male, uh, dirty male gays, Haryanas, and other uh, other other states as well. Uh, so what 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 we are seeing essentially is Mayawati herself is a woman. She herself is a Dalit woman. She herself is the one who has gone from ground up. She knows what the parents are feeling. She knows what a Dalit woman is undergoing. So let's not remove that agency from her. That saying she's not responding, she's not... Who the hell are we to tell? You know, it's it's like, you know, uh, me telling Sunetra about some things and, you know, Sunetra, you're not reacting enough. And you're like, you know, who are you? To, you know what I mean? So so there yes. is this 
there is this provocation that's that's happening and i think we should acknowledge also that uh, mayawati is uh, you know uh, is heavily critical of bjp rss you know in the wake of rohit vemula incident she was the only politician who walked out of house and and said and bid adieu for her rajya sabha seat so that's the kind of integrity we are talking about and i think we need to start assessing that through the lens of broader political but also i would like to you know add one to to that sunetra yes. just to talk on the women question uh, you know uh, see uh, when uh, incidents of uh, uh, you know rape happen or incidents of uh, any sort of happen why is it only dalit leaders talking about dalit you know why isn't you know a, a whole of india talking about you know the point of when we bracket that and when we pocket into a certain uh, uh, limits what we do is we really remove the indianness or the humanity of the person and so that's why i invite so what i say is when something happens to nirbhaya did we ever invite another pande or khushwaha to say hey what do you think about that you know we brought uh, we brought uh, because she was the daughter of nation and that's why you know that's why uh, we have this whole mindset to we need to just remove out of that that's all i'm saying no no for sure the only reason i asked you that was that in the context of your book and you being critical not just about which i found amazing about your book is that you're not just critical about the dominant caste leaders and community members but you're also very critical about the community not doing enough the community not you know giving its due back so it is in that context i you know i i want to just ask you it's this is not about mayavati it was just because she's the most prominent politician you know that the politician Absolutely. you know and she was from uttar pradesh i want to ask you is there scope do you feel that there is good representation or would you like to see a new age dalit leader emerge is what i'm trying to ask you it's not we all know uh, you know mayavati's contribution to politics uh, you know and what she has uh, been through but i want to ask you is there space because because what's interesting is that you know she hasn't been winning the last few elections so help us understanding understand what's happening there is there an aspiration in the community which mayavati is not fulfilling now i like your question the the one before this was is there a scope for a new young leadership yes yes and and i like that question and you know that question merits a detailed kind of you know analytical response uh, and and you know of course you know of course a new generation has to come up a new generation has to be nurtured now we have to understand bsp is not a student party you know they don't have the student wing they don't have the youth wing they don't even have the women wing they are very strict in how they operate and they produce results right um uh, you know in 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 the in talking about elections you know she still had <laughs> the most number of dalit votes <laughs> you know uh, that means you know she has not lost the dalits yes. are still rock solid behind her uh it's just that the equations of caste have changed you know uh, and and the people uh from the dominant caste who would always or you know because of a sarvajan policy would stand by her because up policy political equation is different than let's say what you have in gujarat or maharashtra where the brahmins are are approximately a sizable population at least 10 percentage of that kind of vote uh, so uh, they immediately went to their kins in in bjp rss without even thinking about ideology or a progress that the party has done so that's why uh, that kind of outcome uh, brings into uh, comes comes to the front and of course mayawati had success in other states uh, you know sizable and and you all know you know it was kanshiram's thought uh, you know his his philosophy that we will contest elections not always to win 
you know and it's it's a very profound experiment of uh, parliamentary democracy no other no other no other political party can claim this faith and trust uh, in elections as well as the people's mandate where you know you people are go to win if they if they lose they cry horse and you know they are refusing to accept and you know you see all kinds of violence uh, happening after that and the young leadership sunetra uh, you know it will emerge it is emerging and we see this happening in various pockets you know also in south india because we don't understand uh, the you know tamil language or you know malayalam language uh, or or even you know uh, the telugu belt they there are also f- fabulous you know leaders coming out of that uh, but the way the assertion takes place especially by people who can speak english like myself or people who can speak hindi like others because these are like two yes. normally acceptable languages we kind of you know and also our 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 ears are used to certain accent mm-hmm. and we expect that accent to come from the leader when ak antony uh, who was the then defense minister would speak people would not even take him you know uh, seriously because he had that old accent and you know but somebody who speaks in a sanskritized hindi immediately it's like oh you know so we all we, so there is how you know a prop to that and and that's why the young leaders are of course there you know uh, uh, who are promising and you know I, in, it happens everywhere wherever there is a gap the gap is filled it's 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 the law of nature it's the evolution you know uh, it kind of builds upon it's a, it's a genome and and of course you know various political parties will come out hopefully uh, that will bring out the latest assertions so my final question to you is kind of like a spin off of that in 2014 and 2019 when we saw narendra modi win especially with the kind of uh, you know the kind of margin that it did in uttar pradesh where it won almost all the seats you know a huge chunk of the seats and um then we saw that also being repeated in the assembly elections one of the main things that the bjp says and amit shah said this is that the reason why they've been so successful is because dalits are no longer voting as a block they are now voting for the bjp so i want to ask you in light of what we've seen in light of the last few years where obviously what you're saying is you know there's been major kind of um there's been a rise in atrocities against dalits um so i want to ask you has that changed was that ever there did you agree uh, with the bjp when they said that that the bjp had won over the dalit vote you mean they are claiming that dalits voted for them yes that's what they said absolutely wrong the reason why they got so many people why they won such a chunk of the seats uh, seats was because you know dalits were voting for narendra modi no that's 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 flimsy uh, that's falsified information uh, you know csds loknitya did a uh, uh, research on that as well as you know print uh, published uh, the vote block you know and you will see uh, it's actually the dominant caste who vote for the who who voted in majority so the people for the rise of bjp are not responsible for the rise of bjp are not other people who we identify usually as easy scapegoats but it is the dominant caste people the brahman baniya thakur they voted en masse to them you know dalits if you look at the if you know they voted for mayawati you know but you know this is this is the kind of uh, you know miscalculated emotional hype we we have data actually we are not even you know making up or or making assumptions and it is it is it is uh, it is but obvious that um, uh, the modi wave and you know we also have to pick take, uh, uh, take into account the uh, uh, the suspicious role of evms 
and how they were doctored and manipulated. And, you know, we had a whole segment on that. And, you know, somehow that has been stopped because then you attack a Muslim and the entire discourse changes. And this is this is a classic fascist politics, uh, you know, to, to hide the class war. You create identity political war, which is, you know, you create nationalism, you create an external threat, uh, you create because this is the ruling class, the ruling class, the bourgeoisie who control the resources. Uh, they yes. would not want an internal critique. They don't want the workers, the peasants who, who they exploit to think that we are exploiting them. They want to tell that an outsider is exploiting them. And that's how fa- that's the that's the recipe. That's a fine tune ingredient uh, of how a fascist state takes place that happened exactly like that in Italy and, and Hitler, where Hitler, by the way, Hitler identified himself as a socialist. He said, you know, of course, Hitler, I mean, Germany was recovering from the disasters of World War One. What we saw was uh, he, he twisted that narrative. He just he just changed. And, you know, Thomas Piketty in his book, uh, Capital in the 21st Century, talks about this, uh, where uh, the, the, the economic uh, downturn uh, was literally replaced. Uh, by the, you know, because one percentage of them, uh, especially in England, uh, still, I think, own 70 percentages of the land. Mm-hmm. And if you look at India's land relations, yeah. uh, the minority caste, I have I have an article I actually wrote for Hindustan Times, uh, where I, you know, where I collated data from uh, uh, the uh, Planning Commission and other uh, research done, which, which is basically, uh, which defin- definitely demonstrates the ownership of resources and land. So what, what happening, what's happening here is, the Dalits are now, you know, they have realized, you know, they are, of course, moving away from the feudal relations. And that's not welcome, you know. When a Dalit leaves the village, uh, 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 the, the Thakurs are the dominant caste people, the land-owning caste people uh, have much to lose. And, you know, and then they, they try to put various barriers psychologically, tell them this is not going to work and all of that. And, you know, on many times you see there is a forcible blockade. And, 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 and what we see is there is an eventual cessation. Yes. From, from 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 this order, and 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 that's why uh, we need to pay attention to the historical political uprisings that happened in this in in this space in India. What we see is it's a state that is going to go that's going into a hole where uh, your and my generation, Sunitra, uh, would not be able to you know uh, uh, take it out of the pit because it's going to go so deep into the mud and it's going to stuck there. And, and it's it's upon us people who believe in our nation, who believe in the humanity of of each of us, but also the future of our 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 our, our economy and, and and the class relations that we have unequally developed for so long. If that continues, uh, we will definitely won't be uh, there won't be a time far where we will have to actually get on the streets and beg our ten thousand rupees uh, uh, per plate uh, uh, thali wouldn't be uh, far. And this is not to alarm you guys, but this is how the, uh, you know, uh, yeah. economic crisis work. You all have seen how the job market has collapsed, how nationalization has taken away. And these private corporates, let me tell you, they will enjoy for one generation or even if, let's say, even if Ambani Adani gang and the likes, if they if they had their hand for even one day, their 10 generations can be well off. That's how, that's how you can loot. But now what we have is we have an entire... Uh, uh, 2014 uh, uh, election uh, that 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 gave this, and and then we have uh, the, the the recent election. Now they will have proper eight years to to literally uh, rape this country, and and by raping this, they will take away whatever your ancestors and my ancestors have thought that their kids will grow and thrive in this beautiful country. Well, on that optimistic.
<laughs> not note thank you so Fest much no but you've just really given us lots to think about and thank you so much for taking our time for getting up early to speak to us thank you suraj yangde thank you thank you sunezra loved it thank you thank you thank you bye 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 But well, that certainly gives us food for thought. If you want to give feedback, do look for us on Twitter at Sunetrasi or at HD Smartcast or on Instagram. I'll be back again next week with another newsmaker. Till then, keep listening. Goodbye. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.